You're listening to the Elevate Your Brand podcast, where we talk to some of the smartest entrepreneurs and fastest growing brands on the market today. I'm your host, Laurel Mintz, a reformed corporate M&A attorney who founded award-winning LA-based marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We've elevated some of the world's biggest brands from Facebook, Paw Patrol, and Verizon to innovative startups you haven't even heard of yet. Are you ready to elevate your brand? Keep listening. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Elevate Your Brand. I, of course, am your host, Laurel Mintz, and I am joined today by Alice Chen, who is the co-founder and CEO of Seltzer Revolutions, which is the parent brand of Mexi Seltzers. Alice, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Laura, for having me. A pleasure. So tell us, what is Mexi Seltzers? Yeah, so Mexi is a line of craft tequila seltzer. Uh, We just launched in California about two months ago, and um, we can also ship to 30 states uh, within the U.S. through our online store uh, at MexiSeltzer.com and through platforms like Drizzly and Saucy.com. I love it. And what um, is your background? Why did you decide to start a a sparkling seltzer uh, tequila infused beverage? Um, So it's interesting. And my my story is quite quite, uh, an unconventional one. So I started out as a corporate lawyer, but it's actually not surprising that many lawyers ended up in the alcohol industry. (laughs) So I I practiced law uh, in my mid-20s for a couple of years. And then uh, from there, I got into wine, actually. And so I am from Vancouver, British Columbia. And so my first business was, was actually setting up a wine export agency to help Canadian wine producers export um, to, oh, wow. yeah, to overseas markets. So that was a fantastic business. Um, I you know, was quite passionate about wine at that time. Now I'm very passionate about tequila and about seltzers. And I'll talk more about that. So from that business, that's... Um, cemented me as a business person. Like I was a top 40 under 40 uh, in 2013 in Vancouver. Um, And then from there, I went back into the finance realm. Um, And uh, just before COVID, so my co-founding team and I were independently really enjoying tequila and really enjoying seltzer drinks. So I just really love um, a fizzy drink. And Mm -hmm. the last couple of years, my body has not actually quite enjoyed... um, certain types of alcohol. So for example, I, I mentioned that uh, at one point I was really into wine. I was drinking lots of wine, tasting lots of wine. Um, and then later on, I had a whiskey phase. Um, and of course, you know, from time to time, I drink beer. But I think in the last five, six years, I just found that my body was rebelling against things that have gluten and also mm. uh, things that have high sugar or sulfite. So I just naturally switched to drinking tequila and sodas when I went out to a lounge, for example. And mm-hmm. that... Um, was kind of the the you know the genesis of inch, being interested in in tequila and uh, seltzer, and we were noticing that uh, White Claw and Trulies are kind of taking over the beer market. So very few yeah. people are drinking beer these days, uh, especially in California. You see a lot of hard kombuchas, you see cider lines, you see a lot of different um, hard liquor based uh, hard seltzers or vodka based seltzers. And we were tequila people, so we thought, well, why isn't there a ready to drink. We call it the RTD. Why isn't yep. there a ready to drink canned uh, tequila drink? 
that would be delicious. And so we said, okay, well, I guess it doesn't exist and let's go make one. I love that. Um, so you and I only had like a very brief pre-call and I don't even think that we shared that um, I was a corporate M&A attorney before I started my agency as well. And I am like the biggest fan of tequila. So I feel like you and I are kindred spirits already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's something that um, that drives you to drink as a lawyer, I think. No, exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> Many lawyers end up in the alcohol industry. <laughs> it's so true. Um, but to your point, you know, I think as you evolve, your tastes evolve as you you know get older and you get more sophisticated both on the wine side and on the spirit side and I found that just tequila is such a much cleaner high it's a much cleaner um, experience the next day you just have a better time with tequila um, in general so I love that you went in that direction obviously I'm a huge fan but what's so unique about what you've done are actually your flavor profiles so can you share with us uh, what you've developed to date Sure. Um, yeah, we're happy to share that. So we have the first collection out in the marketplace. We are calling it the Spirit of Mexico. And, you know, we have three flavors. Um, we have uh, guava, spice, we have aloe and mint, and we have um, tamarindo, which is tamarind. And we're soon be rolling out the fourth, which is a spicy mango flavor. So mm. flavors are unique and they're not commonly seen on the market right now. So um, you see a lot of the typical flavors on the market. Um, so, you know, be it black cherry or orange or strawberry. And we want to stay true to that um, Mexican roots. And we want mm -hmm. to basically bring that vibrant street culture. Uh, imagine you're walking down, you know, the street of Mexico, you're seeing the fruit stands. We want to bring that kind of spirit into our drink. And that's why mm -hmm. we're calling the first collection Spirit of Mexico. It's so funny. As you were talking about the flavor profiles, that's exactly what it evoked for me. Um, and, you know, we're, I'm here in Los Angeles and we have those fruit stands on almost every corner. And I'm such a big fan. And you get these just huge containers of fruit. And then they put the, um, what's the spice that they put on top of it? Tahin. Tahin. Yeah, tahini, yes. Mm -hmm. And the flavors that you have created are, first of all, so incredibly unique. I've never tasted anything like them. And second, like I said, they really do bring you that sensory memory experience of actually being in Mexico. And I've spent a lot of time all over Mexico. I, I, when we tried, we did a series of tastings when you sent the flavors over and we were like, my husband and I were both like, wow, this really just brings you back to that cultural experience. So I think you've done a beautiful job. Thank you. I'm so glad that you guys enjoyed it. Um, and I know you can't talk about the next collection, but you do have a second collection coming out very soon. So I just want to tease that out a little bit to the audience. Um, when should we expect those new flavors out? Yeah, so um, we're expecting to roll out the second collection towards the end of the year. So stay tuned. Amazing. Um, so you already gave us the website and where we can find the, um, the seltzers. But tell us a little bit about um, the brand name and a little bit about the history and you know, the cultural aspects of the, the flavors that you've developed and, and the brand name itself. Sure. Um, so the, the brand name is Mexi and um, we, you know, want, we wanted to have a brand name that is easy for people to rem remember and easily associated with tequila. So um, it's three co-founders and one of the co-founders is Mexican-American and he actually came up with the name Mexi. And um, I think it's great. I, I'm personally a fan of very simple names that are easy to remember. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that's actually something that we have, um, you know, kind of um, we, we have an edge over our competitors because a lot of our competitors are in the hard seltzer space. I find that um, their names 
if it's too complicated, it gets lost. Uh, totally. Yeah. So Mexi, you know, it, it just makes sense. Like it's related to Mexico. It's related to tequila. Uh, it's easy to remember. Um, and so, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll let you know a little bit about uh, our co-founding team. So we have um, co-founder Brent, who is actually, you know, from the music festival uh, background. So he ran the beverage vending operations at uh, large festivals like Coachella and EDC. Um, our other co-founder, Jorge, came from the graphic design industry and has worked in tequila as well. And so he brings some of his sort of childhood nostalgia about uh, Mexico. And, you know, mm. uh, yeah, and that's how we came out with the first collection. I love that. Um, and I love that you have three founders and everyone brings something so unique and different to the table. Um, let's talk a little bit about being a female founder and how that has been for you in the beverage um, industry. Have you found that to be, um, has it been evolving as of late? I know early days, especially in the early days when you were in the wine business, it was a lot, it was heavily male dominated. Do you find that that's evolving now um, as you're in more spirits? Um, I mean, you know, for me, <laughs> as her voice goes super high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's interesting because um, I have businesses in the finance and investment industry. So I just somehow always find myself in a situation where I'm working with um, mostly men. And so actually in this business, um, we have uh, quite a high percentage of um, uh, men in our organization. And so, um you know, it's it's been really interesting. It's kind of been the story of my career. Uh, luckily, you know, I have a great relationship with my dad. So I, you know, I have been uh, comfortable with uh, giving my dad directions. So kind of, you know, growing up, I I, I don't, um, you know, fortunately, I, I have a, I think because of my relationship with my dad uh, being so great, I, I don't have an issue working with, with men. Um, but I, I have a different team uh, in the finance investment business, which is, coincidentally all female. And so mm. uh, I, what I would like to share is that it's, it's quite interesting to me. So every day, the day-to-day -day dynamics um, is quite different. Uh, I would say uh, both are enjoyable. Um, I think both have challenges and both have benefits as well. I think with uh, a male dominant internal team, I'm able to be more direct and mm. I'm able to uh, kind of maybe uh, make decisions in a more, um, um, you know, like I think make, making decisions based on ranking is easier in, in a highly male kind of composition type of group, uh, whereas, you know, with a female group, then it's more harmony driven. And, you know, I, I have to pay more attention to to making sure uh, it's um, copacetic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Such an interesting dynamic and insight. We're going to take a really quick break. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Crack Corn Popcorn, K-R-A-C-K cornpopcorn.com. It's sweet, it's salty. They are putting the fun back in snacking. And today, using Elevate to Crack Corn 25, you'll activate a 25% discount for online orders. Make sure you check them out online. You can also find them in Kroger's, Ralph's, Safeway, so many other of the grocery and convenience store chains all throughout the Midwest. Also, of course, on Amazon or on their website. Also, check them out at Crack Corn on Instagram and Facebook. Hi guys, thanks for staying with us. And if you're just tuning in, I am chatting with Alice Chen, who is the co-founder and CEO of Seltzer Revolutions. And we're talking about their newest brand, Mexi Seltzers. Before the break, we were talking a little bit about being um, a woman in a heavily male-dominated industry. Um, uh, but it's interesting because you straddle both sides. Well, first of all, you come from the legal background, which I think 
for me at least prepared me in a much different way to be in those rooms. Um, and then now you're currently both straddling the beverage side as well as finance. So I think you're basically a unicorn in your industry. Um, and it's a really interesting perspective that you bring to the table. So speaking of finance, I know that you guys are uh, have recently launched a crowdfunding um, campaign. Can you share with us where people can get in touch with you and what you're looking to to get out of that? Yes. So we are very excited to be featured on a crowdfunding platform called Start Engine. So recently, uh, one of the sharks, Kevin O'Leary, he's actually backed this platform. Um, so if you go to Start Engine um, and you you know can look around, you'll see that there's a lot of brands. There's um, technology brands and there's uh, a couple beverage brands. We're happy to say that we're the first ever tequila seltzer to be featured. Wow. Um, and the reason that we you know, decided to offer this on a crowdfunding platform is because we feel like the alcohol game, the beverage investing game, shouldn't just be for the George Clooney's or Ryan Reynolds, right? Like <laughs> people like ourselves who are really uh, behind uh, a clean, refreshing drink and want to participate in the success of an alcohol brand um, should have the opportunity to invest. And so, you know, that's part of our brand ethos, which is to um, to benefit everybody, right? We're making this drink for ourselves, but uh, we're also making it for everybody that wants to have access. So similarly on the investment side, we, we hold the same ethos. I love that. Um, and I think it's so important. And, and I think that those kinds of campaigns are happening across so many different verticals right now. Um, beverage is just one of them, but we're seeing this in real estate. We're seeing it in so many different markets. I, I think it's a fascinating play. Um, when does the campaign close? Uh, the campaign will close in a couple months. Um, we have done amazingly well. So in the first couple of weeks, we have broken the 300K record. And I think that's wow. pretty, yeah, pretty record breaking for the platform. And we want to invite more people like, you know, whoever's listening to this podcast, who, who wants to be uh, part of this salsa revolutions, as we call it, or the beverage investing game, we really welcome you to come on to, to the platform and read about our company, uh, culture and our history, um, our, our backgrounds and why we're doing this, our mission, um, and join us. Not to mention the perks that come along with a crowdfunding campaign, which I'm sure are really fun as it relates yes. to your brand. Yes. Yeah, we're offering a George Clooney Hollywood experience package. <laughs> investing, you know, 20000 or more, we will be organizing trips to Jalisco, Mexico, and basically we'll be cruising around and tasting different tequila, different distilleries and showing you the best spots. Oh my God, what a dream. I need to do that trip some one of these days. I'm such a tequila fan. I have a three-level bar in my house, and the <laughs> Entire bottom level is all tequilas. I'm such a big fan, um, which is why when your care team reached out, I was like, absolutely, we need to have this conversation. Um, so you've been talking about the fundraising side. Let's take us back in time. And uh, I would love to hear kind of some tips and tricks or some best practices on starting up in the beverage world. So I know we have a lot of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs that are listening in um, across a multitude of different industries, but would love to hear what your big lessons have been along this path. Sure. Um, I think that's an excellent question. I think um, what you'll probably need is you need to have a really solid group of co-founding team that have different skills and experiences, mm -hmm. right? So from our team, um, I come from the finance and investment world. So I know how to uh, structure deals and structure companies in the capital markets. Uh, we have Kevin, who who is our COO, who came from the beverage wholesale industry, alcohol wholesale. So he has a lot of relationships. 
uh, with uh, distributors and with retail partners, um, especially across California and e-commerce partners as well. So we need someone like that. Um, and we have co-founder Brent who came from the you know, large music festivals background. Um, we, we have um, Jorge, who's our co-founder from a graphics design uh, perspective. Um, you just want to have a team of people that can bring different skills to the table. Mm. Um, as well, I think as a brand, it's really important to do a very thorough brand audit before you, you know, yes. take yourself in, in the position in the marketplace because it's a crowded space. But just because it's crowded doesn't mean that you can't stand out. I mean, look at the, you know, look at the soda industry, um, look at the water industry, uh, look at the cosmetic industry. It, it's all crowded space, but for sure every year um, unicorns are made. So I think what's really <laughs> important is to figure out how do you stand out? Like, how are you different? So uh, we really focus on how to be different and how to how to be different in a very interesting way. Yes, I love that. Focus on how to be different. I think that is such a great tip. Um, and especially, like you said, in a really crowded space, there are room for unicorns. Although I don't know if you've heard this yet, Alice, but the new conversation is not unicorn. It's stallion because unicorns are fictional and stallions are actually real and they're like the top of their game so that's supposedly the new conversation not a unicorn but i actually have an issue with that because stallions are by definition male and i think that that's a concern to me (laughs) that is (laughs) um so a couple other uh takeaways from that conversation you know, making sure that your founding team is diverse in terms of their skill set. Now, I would also argue that you could do that in terms of um, uh, bringing in an advisory team. So if you are a solo founder, or if it's you and one partner, an advisory team could also support you in that effect. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and thanks for mentioning that. So we are so fortunate to have a super strong uh, advisory board. So we have Alan Johnson, uh, who used to run Bevmo. So he was the CEO of Bevmo that took Bevmo public. And so he oh. is a guy that used to be a COO of Gap and Disney before entering into alcohol industry as well. So at Bevmo, he was running, you know, a company that's cl- close to a, a billion dollars of annual revenue. Yeah. So he did really well with that. And then he was on the board of Saucy.com, which is uh, an e-commerce alcohol delivery app. Uh, And then I I couldn't believe that uh, I managed to convince him to come on board. Uh, So, yeah, so we're actually the only alcohol beverage brand that he's backing right now and he's advising. So we're super fortunate. Yeah. And so I think there's something about the Mexi um, as a as a spirit or as like a brand essence that's really resonating with people. And same thing with our other advisory board member, Theo. So Theo is based in Europe and he used to be the spirits category managing director at Diageo and Coca-Cola mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. so he's kind of the marketing guy. He's offering us guidance on, you know, this blueprint to building a really, really, you know, uh, amazing alcohol beverage brand. So yeah, we are so fortunate to have both of them. I mean, those are some major heavy hitters. Um, I'm very impressed. Those are some of the biggest names in the beverage industry ever, like literally globally. That's amazing. Um what would you say to yourself if you were to look back at your first days in the beverage industry? What would that conversation look like in terms of where you are currently? Would you be surprised? Was this always the direction you thought your life would take? I would love to hear kind of a retrospective um, conversation. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I shared that my first business out of practicing law was in wine, right? Mm-hmm. So, that was also the business that uh, cemented me as a business person. So, 
even though I had then gone back into the mergers and acquisitions realm uh, in finance, I, 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 it feels like alcohol industry has been my first love and I never mm. forgot about the first love. So I always wondered uh, in my mind in the last couple of years being, being back in finance, if one day I would be back in the, you know, alcohol beverage industry. And so the opportunity came and, you know, for me, I'm a very kind of passionate type of entrepreneur. I, with only going to business that I care about. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, to be honest, like we didn't, the founding team was just so passionate about this concept of creating a tequila seltzer that's so refreshing, drinkable. And, you know, it's very low calories. Like for me, I'm someone that uh, watched calorie counts and sugar count. And so I'm really proud to say that we made a line where every single can has 1.5 shots of premium Blanco tequila and yet we kept the sugar count super low. So it's under three grams of sugar and it's under 130 calories. And most wow. of the sugar and calories are from the tequila itself. So um, I'm really glad that we were able to put that out in, into the market. Uh, for me, um, if I weren't so passionate and I was more, um, you know, an, a, type of, a type of entrepreneur that's looking at the business opportunity, um, I would first look at, okay, what's the TAN, right? So total addressable market. Uh, we, it just so happens so that, Tequila and seltzers are actually the two biggest trends in the alcohol industry right now. So that coincided with our passion. Mm, I love that. Um, We're going to take another really quick break. We'll be right back. Hi, guys. Me again. I wanted to take a quick break to tell you more about our award-winning marketing agency, Elevate My Brand. We're a full-service digital and experiential agency, meaning we do it all. From event management to content creation, branding, web design, and social media. We're a small but scrappy team of both data nerds and quirky creatives, and we're here to make you look good. After this episode, let's chat about how we can elevate your brand and take you to the next level. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, chatting with Alice Chen, who's the CEO and co-founder of Seltzer Revolutions. We're talking about uh, Mexi Seltzers, which is a line of premium tequila sparkling beverages, which big fan of, really unique flavor profiles. And of course, love a company led by a female leader who's passionate about tequila and who's a lawyer. I mean, I just feel like you and I are kindred spirits, like I said earlier. Um, are you guys having any issues with all of the, um, the import uh, concerns happening with COVID? I know that there's a lot of beverage companies out there that are having um, landing issues. Um, we have experienced a little bit of delays. I would say, I, I don't know if it's related to COVID, but for sure, you know, co-packing and also just doing business in a different country that presents itself with challenges. But we are very fortunate to have been able to work through all this, all of the supply chain issues um, since we started. So we're actually a company that started just before COVID. Uh, I remember that, you know, my co-founder and I, we were actually in Mexico visiting distilleries uh, in March of 2020. And so it's in Mexico that we were watching the news and oh wow. Yeah, like you know, uh, and the leaders of different countries are saying, "Okay, just come back. Like whatever you're doing, stop, come back." So we have been a really brave team. Like in 2020, we as a team we went to Mexico three or four times, and this year we went to Mexico um, three or four times as well. So you know what, you know, I think when you are very inspired by a mission, you just go for it. And, you, you know, of course, you you want to take precautions. But I, I really love that our team has that spirit, like we, we have a mission when we, we just go for it. And we're not, you know, we're not afraid and we, we just get it done. <laughs> That's one of my favorite sayings, actually, is F-I-O-G-I-D, figure it out, get it done. Exactly. Like, just don't come to me 
problem, come to me with a solution to the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I have to say that I would have guessed that while it maybe have been challenging to launch a beverage brand during COVID, um, I don't know about you, but my alcohol consumption definitely went up. So it was probably actually really good timing, especially because you guys, are, you're mostly direct to consumer or are you going, re- are you going uh, wholesale retail? Uh, so we're, you know, both and we have, uh, we just signed on with a distributor that's going to be covering about 10,000 locations in California. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, you know, happy for the residents here. Uh, everyone would be able to find delicious Metsies in their neighborhood favorite spot to buy alcohol soon. Uh, we are also, um, D2C. So we built our online platform on Thursday and that's like a Shopify, but with the alcohol backend and shipping compliance backend. So people are able to buy Mexis online um, and we are able to ship to 30 states. That's so amazing. And it really, Thirsty is such a great platform because it really does take all of the technical issues um, out of your concern. And it's such a big part of when you're creating a brand in this space. I think it's such an amazing platform. I think that in and of itself is a huge tip for anyone listening in and looking to start up a brand in this space. Um, In the last few minutes that we have left, I'd love to shift focus and get a little personal. So I'm going to shoot some quick fire questions over to you and just love to hear your kind of top of mind answers on that. So the first question is, what is the one thing you could not live without during COVID and you can't say your own product? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, I think bath salts. Yeah. So I I like to unwind uh, by taking a nice bath and, you know, I, I am a spa girl, so I like to go to the spa, but during the COVID period, it was, it was difficult. So I rely on sort of home, you know, home care, uh, self-care routines to, keep me going. So I think bath salts, which is, you know, detoxifying that uh, really works for me. I love that. We actually just finished construction on our house right at the beginning of COVID, uh, actually in, the, in about a month or two in, we didn't even have a working shower when we, when it first started, we were living in our dining room. So oh, no. we need to get things moving really, really quickly. And as yeah. soon as they installed the bath, I was like, oh my God, life is good again. Yes. I'm totally a bath girl. I love it. Um, and I also love when I, when people say unique things like that, like you're such a go-getter, A-type personality, you would never think that that would be your answer. Um, but it, it's, it's such a unique thing. And, you know, it just goes to show that us A-types, we need to relax too. <laughs> yeah, everything's in balance, right? So Everything like deposits, is in balance. You put deposits into your day and not just take, 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 you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, this is a question I ask a lot of our guests, but I kind of already know the answer to, which is what is your beverage of choice? I mean, that's not even a fair question. I don't even know why I bothered, but we'll move on. The next question is, what is your favorite word and why? And this could be something that has meaning to you just in this moment or something that has had real meaning to you over time. Um, I think my favorite word is freedom. Yeah. So, you know, I think the freedom to pursue what I feel, you know, called by um, the freedom um, the freedom to do what I want when I want to and with whoever I want. That's kind of ultimately what I'm pursuing. Mm, I love that. Um, well, in the last minute or two we have left, I would love to just share again how people can get in touch with you, how they can find your amazing products and all that good stuff. Okay, sure. Yeah. So um, to buy your products online, uh, go to mexiseltzer.com. On Instagram, please follow us at Maxi Seltzer, and you'll see a list of retail partners on our Instagram account as well. To take part in the beverage investing game, please go to startengine.com forward slash Maxi hyphen Seltzer. 
And any last final words of wisdom about this industry, about your company, about life in general, any, any final just positive words of wisdom for our audience? Um, I, you know, I hope everyone has the chance to taste the delicious Mexis. I think Mexi is drawn to, everybody is drawn to Mexi, not just because of the taste profile, but because it, it really, sim, it's symbolic of a spirit, right? So it's symbolic of that freedom, um, the feeling of freedom and inspiration that I was talking about. Um, it, it's, it resonates with people because it's, it's about uh, being authentic and it's about, um, you know, pursuing what's real. Uh, it's about hanging out with friends, you know, with a couple of chilled drinks in their hands. Um, it's about, you know, going on a road trip. It's, a going, it's, it's about uh, doing, something, doing something adventurous. So, so that's the Mexi spirit. And I, I hope that we can infuse and bring that spirit to everyone or amplify that for everyone um, when they are, you know, um, chilling with a can of Mexi in their hands. <laughs> Thank you so much for painting that picture for us and for spending some time with us today, Alice. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much, Laurel. And thank you to everyone who tuned in. Stay tuned for more from Elevate Your Brand coming up next. Mm -hmm.